The multiverse is infinite. Billions of worlds with billions of possibilities. And in absolutely none of those, am I actually here to start an episode on time? Hi, everybody. Welcome to 321 Binge. <laughs> I figured I'd be a little bit self-regating. Yeah, no, I feel that like that's a good, a good enough punishment. We don't, have, we don't have to push One Piece back now, guys. No, that's not a thing. There's, there's no reason to do it. <laughs> that's still happening. God damn it. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to 321 Binge. I am your host, Chris Ramirez, with my co-host, Faison Delal. What's up? With our MCU guest, Nick Chermark. What up? And with a man who is incontrollably punching himself in the face, Tyler Zucker. Um, I'm Bruce Campbell. All right, that's okay. Yeah, you can't you can't really complain that's about that. I gave I let I let you off easy this time, Tyler. Um, and this week we're doing something a little bit different. We are doing what did we decide to call it, Tyler? A blockbuster binge. Sure. Yeah, blockbuster binge. So we're only talking about one movie, uh, one movie that just recently came out. It is you may you might have heard of it. It's a little part of a little thing called the MCU, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Um. Yeah, we're only going to be talking about that one movie. And instead of picking, as we normally would, we'd rank three films or we would uh, pick three three shows, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Instead, we're going to pick just our three favorite moments in the movie, favorite sequences, scenes, the best three things we like the most. It's pretty much what we're going to go for. Yeah, that's about it. Um, Tyler, do you actually want to intro us into the movie real quick? Sure. It's the sequel to the original Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch returns in his. What is this, the sixth time he's Doctor Strange compared to everything else? Let's just say six. Yeah, six yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, it's six? his. Yeah, because this both Endgame and Infinity War, Spider Man, no Home. The oh, first he's one. in Spider Man. Yes, I think that's only five. It, yeah, four. He's in Thor. Oh, he's in Thor. Six. Yep, there we go. Yep. Uh, but anyway, yeah, in Ragnarok. Yeah, but half a second, but he's there. Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's his sequel, but it's also, and kind of more importantly, a uh, continuation of uh, Wanda's story after WandaVision. And she is a straight up villain in this, and it's great. Well, she's great in it. Yeah. So a, a couple of things. I think we should talk about the negatives first, because I this I think this is a good movie. I like this movie quite a bit. Um, I think it has a couple of problems. I think it solves a lot of problems. Um, but there's one thing in particular that kind of like, I think is like the only glaring issue I truly have with it. And then we can go on to talking about like more positive aspects of it. I figure that works with everybody, right? Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, so, so one thing, the only real issue I have is the Wanda stuff. Because so like, well, we, we, we talked about... The movie? Well, no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. Because I think, like Tyler says, Wanda as the villain, great. She plays a fantastic fucking villain. Super intimidating. The horror aspects of her powers end up like just being fantastic the entire yeah. way through. Um, and we talked about WandaVision on, on this show. Nick was there. And uh, I yep. think our overall consensus on was that the first half was great. Second half was a letdown. And your mileage would vary kind of depending on how you felt about those two things. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, the thing with this movie that I kind of have a problem with is that it feels like it, it has to retread some of the beats of WandaVision. Because by the end of WandaVision, the end of the, the actual show, not the post credit scene, because that always felt rather tacked on. I think you might have even said that. Um, by the end of the actual show, she gives up Vision and her, her fake kids, and she gives up the whole world she created in Westview, and she understands that like she was hurting these people out of grief, and, and that, was, that was her mistake, right? Yeah. Um, 
And she also doesn't actually get any punishment for it, which is also a problem that WandaVision has. She kind of gets out skate free. It's like, I was grieving, I guess. So, but she did terrible things. And it's not really addressed in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Monica's but, line of being like, don't worry. Don't worry. They don't know what you sacrifice is still stupid as fuck. Yeah. It, so that, yeah. that was a, that's, that's more an issue with WandaVision. But nonetheless, WandaVision, her arc ends with her coming to terms with the things that she's lost, right? And that she can't really ever have these things. And then the post credit happens and it's like, but maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, what if? Yeah, so, so we get to this movie and her character just completely goes all the way back to the beginning of WandaVision. Just yeah. automatically back like, I want this thing again and I don't care who I hurt for it for again. Um, yeah, I think apparently like the, the they didn't really watch the show. Yeah, same way <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a weird, a bold choice. And I think that part of the reason why that happened is because this movie actually hit some pretty big production snacks. It was supposed to come out before WandaVision. Yeah. Um, and it got pushed all the way back to here. And I think that's what did the most damage because it truly does feel like in this movie, you could replace Wanda's like obsession with the two kids replace it with vision say that like mm -hmm. she's trying to get into a world where she can be with vision and then you could erase wandavision from continuity and this could pick up right where endgame left off yeah like you could yeah. truly get rid of the whole show change it to make, ignore the kids make it vision and then suddenly like this fits into continuity with no problem to be honest i think it could have been fixed by just showing what happened from the end of wandavision like the post credits to yeah. now instead you like like just throw like a flashback scene in there or something yeah it's just too sudden, like, because again, by the end of WandaVision, she's like a totally different person than by the start of yeah. here. And like, like, they could have just shown maybe, I don't know, a couple of scenes of the Darkhold and how like corrupted her or something like that. Yeah, just like anything. she starts the show. She starts the movie corrupted. Yeah. So like, it just feels like such a such a gap. And the MCU isn't like Star Wars where I can be like, I'll get a book on it. You know, like it's not going to bother oh, me personally too much. There's nothing like this is it's very unlikely we'll get anything that'll cover that time unless it's like flashbacks in another wanda project yeah. but um it's it that's my that's my biggest issue it's just that that feels like a very inconsistent arc from wandavision kind of feels like it kicks wandavision in the face a little bit as a project like i don't i don't love it but it does feel like we're just going to ignore and step all over like her character growth in that yeah that, for that what is ultimately way. i believe a better a better piece i do like dr strange 2 more than wandavision but it does just feel a little little rude <laughs> to yeah, that, that was probably that. one of my biggest like gripes with the movie I mean, the solution to it could have been like you could have had both, but to have both, you need to have made Wanda a villain at the end of WandaVision. You can't yeah. don't have that line. Just make it that she's a villain and have her like, she, yeah, same ending. She lets the town go, but she's not done with wanting to get her kids or vision back. Yeah, that's the yeah. problem. Like what these two pieces, like they just don't connect very well to one another. Yeah, and that's and because neither of them watched worked with each other. This is the thing. Everyone for a long time has always said, oh, God, the MCU has always had a plan. They've, they've praised the planning of the MCU. Yeah. The more you look at the production of every movie, not just the recent ones, but in the ones in the past as well, the MCU has never had a plan. But they have been really, really, really good at like ad living and just like making things up on the fly and then letting fans create speculative theories and then nodding and being like, yes, that's exactly what that was it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tyler, what was the thing I sent you on Twitter about Kevin Feige? He said, like, yes, the reason why the this, the the multiverse stuff in No Way Home was able to happen was 100 because of Wanda or because of uh, it was, it was because of Loki show, I think. Right. He's like, yeah. yes, that was intentional. It's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. they said no, that it was not. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. And while you do, I do want to bring up my my other issue with the this movie, which is um, it also has to do with the Disney Plus show. This is actually written by the same guy who wrote Loki. I, that surprised me 
because the way the multiverse is handled in this feels absolutely nothing like Loki. If anything, I feel like it's kind of contradictory. Like in Loki, we supposedly see the multiverse get made because the TVA is no longer functioning and because um, our version of of Kang can no longer like tell what is the direct timeline, what is the pure timeline. But then here they're like, yeah, we've had incursions a lot. They kind of happened. They've happened before. Entire like timelines have been destroyed in the past. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, like what, what the fuck? Which which of these two? Th- this is oddly contradictory. And it's yeah. the same writer. <laughs> I thought it must have been two different writers, and they're just like kind of putting all the Disney Plus shows to the side a little bit. It's the same man. Yeah. It's it's so bizarre to me. Um, but you know, like I, if you look I at I also Doctor wish Strange, we could have oh. just gotten a couple more multiverses. <laughs> I, I like, yeah. you call this movie multiverse of madness, and it's you go to like one maybe two yeah. you go to a to- you stay in a total of the original <laughs> one and then you see two of them but then there's a whole montage about like all the cool ones like just different art styles it's yeah. like all right that's cool can we actually stay in one for like a half a second and see what else is up i would have uh, at instead, least like instead you just get the one that's earth but the future yeah and red means yeah. go for some reason <laughs> and they have pizza but it's like meatball style yep yeah, yeah. I, I do. I think that they could have at least done one more montage. I don't expect I didn't really expect them to like, at least to me, um, I originally would have expected the show to be like on the run from Wanda hopping from multiverse to multiverse. Yeah, that's like what, kind of what I was thing. expecting. I guess that that format fits better in a TV show than a movie, technically, because you get a little more time to let each world breathe. But like I at least at a bare minimum feel like when they got sent to the world that was already destroyed, uh, like when when Doctor Strange and, and Clarice, Clara. What's, what's the girl's name? America? No, 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 no. The, the girl he loves. Oh, uh, Christine. Christine. I knew it started with a C. When when those two got sent to like the dying world where like Evil Strange was, I feel like we should have at least gotten one more multiverse montage of them yeah. getting flung through like some really cool visual places. Yeah. Uh, I would I would have I would have enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, are there any other negatives you guys have with it though? I'm curious. Uh, I thought visually at some points it just looked off. It had like some CGI weird CGI. Just didn't look good. You guys remember uh, Mr. Fantastic like jumping in in that one scene in front of Wanda? Like he just kind of lands the first time when he starts talking to her. That yeah. looked really weird. That was like one that I, rena- I I still sticks out to me. But there were yeah. a couple others that felt weird. It's it's strange. It feels because we've been talking about the MC movies for a while now, and it feels like somehow their effects have gotten less consistent. Yeah. Like I know we talked about, or me, I think it was one of me and Tyler who were there for this one, but it was. Uh, black widow and the fire effects and that being like just really off yeah and there was a couple effects in no way home that didn't feel quite a hundred percent cooked up yet on the statue of liberty the metallic effect on that wasn't quite there so there's it's weird that they they've been a little bit off with it because it feels like they had i feel like they really had that shit in the bag and maybe a part of it's COVID. maybe part of it's you know like it's still it's kind of in the sort of in the past in terms of like the time off and everything but like yeah. you know it still has going to have some lingering effects i know we complained about wandavision's effects as well that was another one um, i i just yeah i was i figured from a movie that's gonna be like basically all magic based yeah so like the effects would have been a little better i i do agree with you there i definitely agree and uh, i feel like they did dr strange a little dirty again ooh, they really? did Re- oh okay this is an they interesting did. i don't they feel this way dirty Nicholas, Nicholas, all right, one of you. Yeah, I first. Go first. I don't know, man. I, he just didn't feel like he just felt incompetent throughout most of the movie, and I, maybe that's because we don't really get an explanation about as to how powerful Wanda actually is and like how she got her powers. 
mm. but it, it just feels like he doesn't he can't he doesn't do much um, that's okay. ac- that actually is fair i do think so i i, I do want to say oh, this. I also hold on like... i just want i just want to cut you off really quick sorry okay it also doesn't help that when wanda's attacking like the temple right they just let everybody die dr strange yeah. doesn't do anything <laughs> nick you got anything to add uh, like, he, he throws one spell out to stop like the rocks and that was it this this guy was the sorcerer supreme at one point okay mm. he is becoming like a comedy act like they're really doing him dirty with this shit i feel i feel strongly about that because like he was more of a serious character and someone that we could have had take the head of the avengers at one point or like be that guy and they're kind of like digressing him in a way i don't know it's weird it's weird i don't know what they're gonna do with this i don't know what they're gonna do with him it's weird i think i think that's fair he if he definitely is weaker here i suppose it doesn't like really a lot like weaker yeah I know we, I think we talked about this in no to, way like toe to toe with Thanos, and then all of a sudden he's getting wiped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. I mean, the power the power struggle is always a problem in the MCU because I forgot who said it. I think it was like Grammy or somebody else said that every time you put two people together to fight, it's never consistent. It's like, oh, he can take down Thanos, but this person is a pain in the ass to deal with. It's like, oh, they only do that. Cause like oh for the this movie it's like we gotta have a conflict if he yeah. beat this guy he can't just wipe everybody else out well, so that's that's an issue I that's feel an like issue with, that's just with, an issue yeah, in general it's an issue with fiction as you know as a whole like a lot yeah. of times incon- incon- inconsistent power levels is just like a very very common thing it, when it comes down to like who will beat this person in the moment it, it the answer almost always is whatever we need for the story to move forward yeah yeah um you know so but again like, I think it could have just been solved by showing like how strong Wanda actually is in some way. I feel like the first spell she uses where she turned like this entire portion of, of what I have to assume is New Jersey. And she, it's like, it's actually just a dead wasteland. Yeah. She's but putting up the vision of this. That's just place. like, I don't know. That's not actual like combat power. You know what I mean? I guess. I I think that, I guess for me, um, I thought that Wanda was actually going to be a big bad of like a later phase. I did not expect like going after WandaVision. That is not really knowing anything about multiverse. Um, I did not expect her to be the big bad of this movie explicitly because at the end of WandaVision, they imply that like she has her power from an Eldritch God. She's like, she's the Scarlet Witch. She has her power from like this other being in another part of the multiverse somewhere. So I was like, oh, okay, that's the setup. That, that must be the big bad of phase four. It's going to be like Wanda and then whatever this, this like Lovecraftian type being is. Well, wait, isn't um, the actual bit ba- uh, bad uh, Kang? I'm sorry, what? Isn't Kang the actual phase four big bad? Probably, probably. <laughs> This was before Loki came out, though. I'm just referring to right after WandaVision. Oh. My, my thoughts, like, in that moment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So this is before Loki even came out. Um, at the moment, yes, it does look like Kang is probably going to be the real big bad. Maybe. Again, it, it's, we, we don't know 100% for sure because they're kind of going a little more loose. They don't, have, like, they're not, they don't have a particular arc in mind that they're, like, working towards, it feels like, which is yeah. fine by me. It feels more like having general comics coming out weekly and there's, like, just a bunch of different mini arcs going on at a time. Mm. It doesn't bother me too much, personally. Uh, but I, I guess to me, I kind of picture since I picture her as a big bad. It made sense to me that like, yeah, yeah, she's 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 not me busted. She, she's really powerful. She, she can do a lot of ridiculous stuff. Um, I do think that it would have been nice to see Strange show more power. Honestly, yeah. I think you can make the argument that or at least the argument I always I always make whenever it comes to power level stuff. Right. Is like usually if a character is in a particular headspace, 
they're going to lose, right? If they're in a bad place yeah. emotionally, they're they're going to lose. Like I always bring it to um, Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader versus Luke, right? On paper, Darth Vader should have absolutely beaten the shit out of his son. Um, yeah. But like emotionally, he's like all fucked up. He's feeling a pull to the light. And, you know, when you have all that stuff, yeah, you can but say, the thing yeah, is, like, course, e- Even lose. the fight scenes in the movie, like you don't really get to see much out of Strange. I, I personally really like the music fight. I hated it. Yeah, he hated it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, because it's one okay. of the few serious fight scenes we get in the movie, and they're throwing fucking musical notes at each other. Vincent, we get it. You <laughs> hate musicals. I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> there's so much more that you can be done with Doctor Strange's power, and he's throwing fucking musical. They're throwing musical notes at each other. They wow. hit the piano, <laughs> and musical notes pop up into the air, and they're throwing them at each other. Like, what? I, I I love that. Wow. <laughs> I like the create. I like the creativity behind it. I, I like I the creativity. Why, I just didn't I, think I it fit get, in the movie. I get why people wouldn't like it because your reasoning, but I have no problem with it. To, to me, it felt like the most inventive like wizard battle I've seen since uh, Order of the you Phoenix. Know, Dumbledore you know versus Voldemort. <laughs> like throwing actual spells at each other. <laughs> you know, doesn't that just turn into like a, a, a Harry not, Potter fight? Like a gun? <laughs> not it's obviously yeah, not a gun I, fight, but the same thing. Just two wizards shooting lightning. I mean, we, did, we did basically have that Harry Potter fight in uh, when Strange and Wanda are fighting, and like their two beams connect. <laughs> yeah, the they did that. Movie. Yeah, they yeah, did that. They did do that actually. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, well, I am surprised about the music fight. How, how, do you, how did you feel about it, Tyler? What's, what are your thoughts on the music? Fight? Oh, I'm I'm get, like, fine I liked. I, I mean, I like the yeah inventiveness of it. It's ridiculous that it's just like all right. We got Denny Elfman as the composer. Let's have fun with it. Let's just have a whole fight and you go crazy over there. It's like, all right, that's fun. I think I wouldn't have hated it if it wasn't like one of the few like serious Doctor Strange fights in the movie. Interesting. All right. Nick, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, piggybacking off the phase on it's the same kind of thing. I mean, I don't mind it, Mm -hmm. but like that was his first like legitimate battle in the fucking movie and that was it. Interesting. Very creative. I thought it was very creative, but I think that they could have better. I'm now curious. How do you guys feel about like this versus Doctor Strange one? Because I know me and Tyler talked about it, but I, I don't know either of your thoughts on it. It's been a while since I've watched the first Doctor Strange, but I think I liked it more. Okay. Both of you. Yeah. I, yeah, I like the first one like more. I like the fact that, you know, we get the multiverse in this and like it opens up a lot of doors, but like visually and like the store for the story. The first one was a lot better, I think. Oh, okay, Tyler. Were you said they were close? I don't know if you ever picked one definitively over the other. I still, ha- I've seen, I've only seen Doctor Strange the first one once, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like that more than like Ant Man and stuff like that. So like, yeah. I always like that one. And like to compare it to this, this one doesn't like blow it away or anything. It's either gonna be like this is about even, slightly better, or like if I when I go back and actually see the first one, it might be worse. It's more or less on the same. Same uh, ballpark. I I think in the end this one does take it for me. It's not like astronomical. The difference no, it's, between them or anything. They're, right, they're very close to each other. I said before, and even if I after I see Doctor Strange one again, it's probably going to be still like the first, not the first, one of the few MCU movies with a sequel. For me, at least, is better. Yeah, I I personally didn't like the first Doctor Strange's villain very much. It felt like a waste of Matt Nicholson. And it's like I do like like Wanda does actually have things going on, even though it is a retread of WandaVision. Since I didn't care for WandaVision personally, I don't necessarily <laughs> mind the retread too badly. Like, it's not, it's not like my biggest issue. Um, I know that that's probably, I think that's something I've seen a lot of people on Twitter really fuming about the fact that it feels like it goes back on her character from there. Um, in the end, doesn't bother me too much. 
But interesting. It doesn't, it doesn't bother us too much because it does it better here. It does it better here, yeah. yeah. But it's interesting because, I mean, I know this movie's been pretty divisive among people online, but I was curious to see kind of like where the line would stand between everybody here. And it, it's quite funny to see that it is down the middle about like how many people feel either is this way. The, is this the MCU's Last Jedi? I don't think, I think, I it's don't not think nearly I as it. divisive. Yeah, like, I, like that's I, the thing. I don't hate it. I'm just, I, I'm disappointed. I think I expected yeah. more, more out of the movie. And I don't necessarily love it. I just, oh, no. I just like it, you know? So I, I would say it's not the MCU's last Jedi because it has not caused people to split on drastically different paths. There's like I mean, a level of other, variance here. I mean, what other MCU movies this split really? Have the uh, people, Eternals? Not really. Have the people yeah, seen it? Good, like that. Yeah. No Way Home is getting backlash now, but I don't think that's really the same. It's not people, the same thing. People the were back, too hyped when it first it, came out. And it, now it's, just, it's not that great of a movie. Yeah, it's not divisive. It's and like Half the people don't like, like it. it, half don't like it. It's just like... People are shitting on it now because it got overhyped. Uh, what to else? To be is fair, there? though, I, to be fair, though, is, is this might be getting ahead. Is Spider Man still the best Phase Four one? You, I know what you think it is, Chris. So, uh, are, are we uh, counting shows so. or just movies? Just movies. I've been just counting movies. I you okay. still have watched Shang Chi as number one. Shang Chi, yeah, I think just takes. I think stops off. It's Sp- like a Spider Man. It's a toss up for me. They're both about there though. I think I like Shang Chi's lack of fan service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like that it just kept a very content, like tight story about family and about like being better than your worst mistakes. I think it all works very, it's very compact. I really enjoy that about it. Yeah. Spider-Man's a bit loose for my taste and the first act's a bit messy. So I think yeah, I, I do give it to Shang-Chi too. As the best face for one, Nick. <coughs> all right, he's dying. <laughs> I think, I think it was uh Shang-Chi for sure for me. Yeah. Hmm. I think I think it's it's fair to say that like if, if we're basically split on which the top two are and whatever one is like not our number one is probably our number two. It's yeah, fair to I, say like I mean all around it, the top two is either Spider Man or Shang Chi. For me, it's I mean, Spider Man. This movie is probably at three because like okay. the other ones are Black Widow and Eternals. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. definitely in. This is probably the number third spot. Uh, like I, I I have mixed feelings of Spider Man. I want to watch it again because there's things about it I really like and some things about it that don't 100 percent work. I do think Spider-Man probably beats out Doctor Strange for me, but I would like to kind of see them closer together to really get like the headspace to compare. Because there are there are things I really like about this movie. Uh, specifically, I just really like Sam Raimi behind the camera. Um, I really fucking love his direction. His the little the twisting camera angles, yeah, the, Dutch, like the, the Dutch, Dutch angles, angles the, the, the editing weird... overlay shit, the fucking guitar metal riffs in the middle of yeah. nowhere. I don't know what scene it is, but that guitar riff out of nowhere, it comes at such a like inappropriate moment and it's so funny. <laughs> it's near the back end of the yeah. movie where it's just, they're like doing something, it's not serious, but it's like I guess tense, and then it's like, oh, hard solo. I'm alive. I'm like, what is happening? That that's what did it for you. You need to hear the solo. <laughs> so, like, I when I I really like Sam Raimi's movies. I've not seen the third Evil Dead because I ended up. Uh, well, you don't like getting... Evil Dead. <laughs> I know, no, I love. What do you mean, Tyler? You misunderstand. The first Evil Dead, which is supposed to be a, a straight horror, right? I personally find to be one of the funniest movies of all time, but I mean that in a very positive way. As in, I love this movie. It might be my favorite comedy ever. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, I love the first Evil Dead because it is For so the wrong funny. reasons. For all the wrong reasons. And then the second Evil Dead, which is which supposed is to a, be a comedy, a comedy you don't... I don't find that funny. And I, I like it a lot less than the first one. <laughs> I think it's, I, th- I just don't find it that funny personally. Mm. Um, This movie, I think it strikes this nice balance between like Sam Raimi's horror and comedy. Where like, there's good jokes. Every, every joke by Wong actually lands. I think this movie has actually good humor compared to certain other MCU films. It has the least amount of humor, but it hits. It hits. All the jokes work, so it never feels yeah. kind of like bogged down. 
but then also there's a lot of horror sequences that I personally find really funny. So like when Wanda is attacking the fort um, and she's like in the mirror realm and she's like pulling people into the water using the reflections. She like grabs this guy's legs and just shinks them down. Hilarious. Oh my God. I started cracking up at that. I also, um, I mean, I thought when she comes out of the gong it was hilarious. Oh yeah. What, when she does the fucking ring. Yeah. 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 That's great. And then when, when strange summons the souls of the damned what, and then dead like, yeah, the weird dead little monsters. And it's then they're like, dead eye. it's like if Remy had his way, he would have just made them deadites and have them as the animation. Yeah. And when they're just like picking at his body, like he's unconscious on the floor, just like they're not really taking him. They're not really hurting him. They're just kind of like picking him up and putting him back down. <laughs> Fucking amazing. I absolutely cracked up. <laughs> and then you have um, Claire. Like you forgot her name. Christine. Again. Christine. Christine. You have you have Christine with like a giant fire goblet. Go to hell and she blasts them away. I know 100 that wasn't in the script. Remy just literally wrote it on a piece of paper. Here, say this. Uh, shoot, who the hell said this? No, 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 no. we got it. We got it. Uh, you can you can definitely tell like when Sam kind of had control over things, like the Bruce Campbell cameo where he starts getting fought. He starts fighting his own hand, just, just like in like Evil, Evil Dead, Dead too. too. Yeah, um, that's a great sequence. That's like a great callback. Um, it, it, I think this is the most stylized MCU film. I think that's fair to say. I do not think there are any other movies in the MCU that are as visually stylized in their directing like this is. Well, I mean, it's either yeah. this or Ragnarok. It's either this or Ragnarok. And potentially this will get overthrown by uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Because the trailer of that looks super fucking stylized. Dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw the trailer for the first time in this theater, and I'm actually extremely excited for that movie now. I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of the most visually unique movies in the MCU. And I really appreciate that because we've talked to before that some movies feel a bit samey. In phase four, it hasn't been as bad. Like Black Widow felt samey. Eternals felt kind of samey, but in, a, in in its own way, that's like not too terrible. Uh, Spider-Man felt samey, but it's like a Spider-Man movie. It's always going to feel visually very similar. Yeah. Um, and Shang-Chi, I think, kind of had its own unique flair. So it yeah, hasn't yeah. been too bad in, fair, in phase four. But in the past, they've been kind of homogenous. Well, that's because a lot of it, like once you get the Gusso stuff, it's like, all right, we got to continue with whatever they're doing. Yeah, now now it feels like they're letting people kind of cut loose directing wise, and I, I'm excited for that. That's nice. Um, what? So I think we might as well talk about one of the big elephants in the room, which is the Illuminati. I I couldn't am, help but laugh when they I'm, said they they're, they called themselves the <laughs> Illuminati. I I, I know the name from the comics, so I was like kind yeah, of excited I, for it. But it's funny. It is funny hearing. <laughs> it's like we're this world's Avengers, the Illuminati. <laughs> okay, it's concerning. Um, they are not what I expected. The Illum being the Illuminati being in this movie had been rumored for a very long time, right? Like it's yeah. pretty early in production. We've known the Illuminati would be in this in some case and form. Um, and then once we saw Charles Xavier in the trailer, it was like, yeah, that's obvious. Just the only question is who's in the roster and what's it going to be like? I was kind of hoping they were like a multiversal team of like oh, okay. characters across the multiverse who like judge, you know, like incursions travelers yeah yeah and they'd like judge incursions basically and it's like yeah that's not that's a fitting name for the illuminati like that's that's like a good role for someone with like a group with that title they're controlling events they're not exactly instead, like they're in the a comics. bunch of frauds <laughs> instead they're a bunch of discount like discount avengers and which it actually yeah. it kind of makes sense right because like strain their universe of strangers was the one that beat thanos and then they killed him yeah so like realistically they're not this like super like mega power yeah I think one thing, one probably thing, they, close to on par with the first five Avengers, but like, yeah, I think they're probably on par with like the original cast. They're also just because, dumb. Like, yeah, they're also one thing dumb. though. They killed their strange because he used the dark hole, right? Yes. And they were worried that he can do. He would just be. He's corrupted by it. Yeah. 
So I there's two main themes in this movie. One of them I like a lot. The other one I, I like well enough, but it was done better in Shang-Chi. Um, the one that I like is basically the idea that you never, no one's ever completely happy. You are never going to be perfectly happy. And you kind of got to accept that and go on with your life, right? That's like what Strange has to learn is what Wanda has to learn. That's I, I'd put that as the core theme of the yeah. movie. Really like that one. Yeah. The second one is that you're not, you're never as bad as the sum of your worst mistakes. So mm-hmm. like, even if Dr. Strange had to use the dark hole here at the end, it's intentions that matter. And he's not, you know, because he fucked, because, because he had to make the hard call during infinity war, it doesn't make him a bad person. And yeah, the Illuminati were wrong. Raven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Illuminati are basically wrong for having judged their Dr. Strange as a killer because he used the dark hole, right. With what, yeah. and what he did. So that's like the second theme I think is done better in Shang-Chi, but like, that's kind of the through line here. It's just supposed to show you that the Illuminati are flawed. It's really funny saying that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, but one thing I, I don't like, I'm a little bit mixed on some of the cameos. Because, so we have uh, Agent Carter as Captain. What do they call her? They call her Captain something. Peggy. I think they, call her, they just call her Peggy. Isn't it Captain Peggy or no? I don't remember what they call Carter. her. What's Captain Carter. I think it's Captain yeah, Carter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, she's Captain Carter. It, I, I guess they just don't want to say Captain Britain in case they use that later um, yeah. during X-Men related content. But Captain Carter she is not the same one from what if it would seem like it seems like she's a totally different variant of captain carter in the multiverse and i find that really fucking lame personally (laughs) yeah and also the fact that she gets murdered probably means we're never gonna see that in live action ever again Uh, and that to me i don't think so i don't i don't i don't think they'll use it again i I I don't think i don't think they would bring uh, these cast these people as those casted cast these people in those roles especially like Krasinski as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Oh, definitely. No, that one's definitely going to be used again. Yeah, I feel like they would. But still this was bring that was the, like, but, but that he's like an actual major character in the MCU. Like we still haven't seen the Fantastic Four in our timeline, you know, in six one six. But we we would. It doesn't really matter if there was a Captain Britain. You know what I mean? Like it's just not like oh yeah we need to bring her back in the six one six timeline because like it's important or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's never been like into she that. She doesn't matter. She's a footnote yeah. character. She doesn't even, she, I think she only just started to exist in the comics like a year or two ago, right? Yeah. Like when What If was coming out, I think. Um, so it's like, we're probably, I, I personally don't think we're ever going to see her in live action again. And that disappoints me greatly because I really want to see her in live action again. Yeah. Um, I think Black Bolt went out like a bitch and that one honestly kind of upsets me. I'm not the biggest Inhumans fans in the comics personally. I don't care for them that strongly. They exist to replace the X-Men. But even I know Black Bolt's fucking cool. And yeah. he went out like an absolute fucking bitch. That one upset me. <laughs> I know nothing of that one, one. So which one is he? He's the, the one, one who can, can like if he if he talks, he accidentally oh, okay. like destroys everything, and he, he accidentally yeah. blew his brains yeah, out when Wanda took his mouth away. Yeah, he went like, out like an the absolute smartest bitch. idea. They they all went out like absolute bitches, bro. Yeah, they yeah. they killed off everyone. Like what the fuck? I <laughs> some John of them... Krasinski saw Black Bolt blow his brains to... out and decided to stretch turned... right in front of her. He turned into string cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think that's a way to just show how powerful Wanda is. Like, she but it doesn't it doesn't come it. off that like she's that powerful. It comes off more of a they're kind they're of just stupid. they're incompetent and stupid. Mm-hmm. I think to make I think overall I don't mind most of them like dying in the way they did. Actually, no, I've already listed two of the ones I like, and there's another there's two of the ones I don't like, and there's another. I guess I don't like most of the way they died. But which uh, ones don't did you like? I guess I don't. So I personally don't care for how they killed their Captain Marvel because of a couple of reasons. So their alternate universe Captain Marvel, obviously she should have she shouldn't have died from a rock falling on her. That's just weird. Yeah. But nonetheless, I think she's characterized really weirdly because I don't understand why 
if if what's her name Maria her name was Maria Monica Mon no 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 Monica's the daughter oh the, the grandma yeah the I don't remember her name what's the name of the mom Maria it is Maria getting getting information it is Maria uh there's no reason for Maria if she had like been in Carol Danvers place and become this person right there is no reason for her to be characterized this way like yeah. she's just like angry she's just angry black lady that's how she's characterizing yeah. this and it makes, makes no sense because like she that's not who she was in in Captain Marvel so it's kind of weird it was just like a weird thing overall. And then I, I have a little bit of a I have a little bit of a, a pot theory here, a little crazy one. Um, there were rumors of Tom Cruise Iron Man for a very long time in this movie. It seems very likely that they were just never true. They were just rumors that were made up for fucks and giggles on end. It never actually was even close to happening. However, I have the feeling that there was intent for an Iron Man on this team. And yeah. then at some point in production, it was replaced with Captain Marvel. The way Probably. that her armor gets like eroded when Wanda's fighting her feels like it actually makes more sense to happen to an Iron Man character. The The fact that her abilities are limited basically to flying and occasionally shooting a little laser bolt feels Iron way Man. more like Iron Man than Captain Marvel. The fact that she dies because a big rock falls on her feels like you could kill Iron, Iron Man. Man. I feel like I feel like there was an Iron Man intent in production at some point yeah, I, I and agree. then it got canned. I have no evidence for this except for the fact that it was rumored, but you know, maybe maybe it never maybe it wasn't. Maybe this was just what it was, but it feels weird. Um, and then there's one that actually does bother me the most, and that's Big. Professor X. Yeah, I if they even play the fucking '97 event uh, X Men series theme, which that was pretty cool. And he's in the yellow chair from the cartoon, that was pretty cool. Um, but I, I I remember before I watched the movie, I saw a statement by Patrick Stewart where he was talking about his his kind of apprehensiveness and his concern about stepping back into the role of Professor X after Logan, you know, because that was such a powerful ending and movie for the character. And they, they just do nothing with him. Like nothing. this isn't this isn't this isn't even a character beat. It isn't really even a character. He's just the only non-asshole on the Illuminati. Yep, basically. And then he gets he gets a really visually cool sequence where he's trying to save like the the, the real Wanda from like or not the real Wanda, but like the Wanda other from universes. this universe. Yeah. Yeah. He's inside her head and he's trying to save her. And you see like the scarlet mist come behind him and yeah. then she kills him. It's like a visually a very cool scene. I like it a lot in that way. But it's not like it doesn't even really get to get. I, I would have liked if these characters got to give us a little bit of character. You know, yeah. we get to see a little bit of suck. like, yeah, like it, it, it is. Is Professor X here like a staunch like he's very against the Illuminati? Is there a lot of conflict here? Does he still have like a certain upright justice? You know, uh, where does where do none of these people are characters? And that's really lame to me. And they're going to be at least some of them. I have to imagine that Black Bolt and uh, Mr. Fantastic are going to show up in the MCU at some point. Well, fantastic movies already happening, so yeah, and it's I think it's been confirmed John Krasansky's gonna be in it. I think I think I saw that today. I have um, no idea, but I mean like it'd be stupid to have him in this because people because people wanted him and his wife Emily Bunt to be uh Sue and uh Reed. Yeah. So I think that that's a confirmed a pretty likely one. We have uh Miss Marvel, and everything one thing that people have been complaining about with Miss Marvel is that they changed her powers from the comics. Um, instead of having her stretching powers, she has like a weird Green Lantern rainstone. And I think that's a stupid change. And yeah. I think it's temporary. I think that we are going to have an Inhumans event occur. And she is going to get her traditional comic book powers pretty soon. And I could also see that leading into like Black Bolt showing up in, our, in the N616 universe, stuff like that. So I can see both of those coming back. Um, so, no, so wait, her, her power is stretching too? Yes. Why is it? Why did it give two characters the same thing why do we have two characters in iron man armor tyler 
Well, no, that's a different thing. You build the suit. Is suits, it Tyler? So get... No, no, no. You build the suit so anybody can step into it. Building a suit and yeah. giving people two people the same exact. Why power. do we have two super soldiers from the exact same series? Because you can give people the different. You can like, give again, multiple people. You can give Why do we have two people who can shrink down to microscopic size? Technology. Because it's Tyler. Technology. But I, you, 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 you see, but you, you keep listening off technology. Why do we have two Thors, Tyler? Why do we have two Thors as the Ancient selling beings. point of our next Thor movie? Because Ancient Thor, Thor isn't the real Thor anymore. <laughs> He's on break. <laughs> Keep going, Chris. He's straight. Listen, listen. The MC Marvel has never been that creative with its powers. We have three Spider-Man's last movie, but, Tyler. But like, I think to go back it, to this, is her power come from like does her had, power come from a, a weapon or is it like she's born of it or some accident thing? Basically, uh, an alien chemical goes off in New York in New York City and gives a large part of the population oh. superpowers. Okay, oh, okay that's fine. See, that's yeah, no. I thought it was like a two two people are born with stretch powers. Yeah, like I, I thought it was so Mr. Bad, Fant- yeah. Mr. Fantastic isn't even born with stretch powers. He no, no, from I, like the I know sun. that. I know that. But I'm saying like I thought it was for her. It's like oh, the mutant thing. So she just got stretch powers too. It's like no, why no. The, the Inhumans existed as a replacement for mutants when Disney longer no longer had the rights to it because Fox did. Mm. And they tried to basically make them the new mutants, but nobody liked them that much except for Black Bolt. And some people kind of like Medusa. <laughs> um. But so now then they kind of got relegated. I think Death of the Inhumans happened. I don't even know if Black Bolt's alive in continuity and, and anymore. I, I'm not 100% sure. But everyone likes Miss Marvel. So it's kind of stupid that they... I think we're going to get Inhumans is basically all I'm, I'm saying here. Um, Do we have any, any, down the line? any more good things to talk about this movie? Uh, I Again, really strong visuals. I think everyone's performance is great. Good directions, Love- good acting. Love Wanda's performance. Love Doctor Strange's. I actually liked America Chavez in this. And yeah, I came are into this. On that, right? I came into this with like I. I personally don't care for America Chavez in the comics. Um, when she when she came out, and I I don't read that much Marvel, but I didn't care for her what I did read back in when she came out. And I surprisingly liked oh, America. I, I liked her a lot. Yeah, I think her, my like, big issue little... with her was her suit in the comics. Yeah. I think it's too colorful. I think they give that little memory thing, which you know helps her character a lot. Yeah. Instead I think it helps that she's in, at least yeah. it helps that she's played by a child. So yeah. it's like a child playing a child instead of like a 30-year-old person. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that helps. Um, she's pretty funny. I think she has like a solid arc of like just coming to like un, you know, faith in yourself, self-actualization. You know, I think it's a solid arc. I think I just did not care for her suit in the comics. And I kind of hope she gets an actual suit in the MCU going forward because her her, her outfit has basically just been her dress clothes. Like what she wears here has been like her superhero suit for like a a long time now. There's some small variations, but I kind of hope that she gets a proper suit in the MCU and she's not just like out here in streetwear for the rest of her, the rest of her tenure as a superhero. I got one thing, though. I like how during the scene where Wanda is coming into the facility and like murdering everybody Mm. and they're trying to break the glass. She took 20 minutes to just punch it. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. There she's in the glass and she's like, all right, let me get the fire. Christine's like, let me get the fire extinguisher, even though this is whatever glass that can't break. And then like after 20 minutes, she finally punches it and realizes like punching it does something. It's like I, I have to assume was punching well, she, not your first her, option. We saw her punching it earlier when Dr. Strange yeah. was knocked out. So I have to assume she just couldn't use her power until she was panicked yeah, enough. until she got yeah, scared enough. Yeah. That... And then then it then it create also why does her power create a star? <laughs> That's so funny to me. I find that to be that's funny. Like it's it hits that level of camp of like, wow, this is really weird. Sure, I don't know. I'm along for the ride at this point. <laughs> the fact that it's a star is dumb, but funny. Um, but yeah, I, I'm surprised. I thought that she would like it, the movie might be bogged down by having too much going on. 
uh, ultimately, that didn't really feel like the issue. Because so, the plot is very bare. It's just run away simple. from Wanda. Yeah, it's, I don't think Best Simple is a problem, but it's very simple. It's not. I do want to say, I think this movie's pacing was fucking, it was a fucking runaway train for the first yeah. two acts. The Holy beginning shit. is fast. I think it slows down. The beginning once, was so fast. It slows yeah. down once you get to, once they get to the, the montage of the multiverse jumping. And after that, it fixes a little bit. I, I oh, would like argue the first that like even, 25, 30 minutes, they're just throwing shit at you. I yep. genuinely think that the first act might be the fastest first act I've seen in a movie. Yeah. I, I genuinely feel that way. And I mean, this is not my biggest issue. I've always said a, a, I'd rather have a, a movie that's overly fast paced than a movie that's too slow paced. I'd much rather what we have compared to 20 minutes of just slogging through to get to get to the next story beat. So it's not the end of the world, but God damn, there were no breaks on that train. No. It, it's just like we need to show you two universes. We need to show Wanda shit. We need to show an attack on a castle. We 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 are big. We have fucking places even, to hit. Even the scene where be. Wanda and Strange are just talking when he's in, I don't know, whatever the garden, whatever the hell you want to call that, when they're just walking. He yeah. answers the questions so fast. She's like, "Oh, where are you? I need to do this." Like, what? Like, give it a minute. You're on top of her. <laughs> <laughs> just breathe. Damn it, please. Um. Yeah, I mean, what else? What else? What other major beats are there worth hitting here? We talked about the Illuminati about the cameos the ultron bots i actually kind of like those guys those are fun i like the design oh one thing i like um they say that reed richards has kids in this universe right yeah. and now reed richards is gonna die so in the comics one of his kids i believe his name is franklin richards uh what does he be what is what is it what do you get what does he get called god uh nick that's you because <laughs> we got nothing i can't okay. remember his name he gets like a villain name and i don't remember what the fuck it was basically I'm gonna look up Franklin Richards evil and see what happens. <laughs> Was it Franklin Richards? Uh, Fantastic Four man. Yeah, yeah, Franklin Richards. Yep. Okay, so I, I, I might, I can't seem to find it on Google. I don't remember. Is his name like the creator or something? He has, he has a weird villain name, and I can't seem to figure it out for the life, life of me right now. He basically, he, he's born a mutant, and he gets, he has like god level multiversal power. He is unbelievably um oh wait maybe it maybe it's Powerful. an evil version of reed richards hold on let me see here blah 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 reed richards it might i might be thinking of ultimate the ultimate universe reed richards eh. either way and the, what i thought i can't say if this is true or not anymore i might have a lot of things i might have a bunch of wires crossed at this point but um basically yeah i i thought it was that one of reed richards kids he becomes is a big it? bad I think it's all right. So I'm reading this. Franklin and Rachel give birth to a nigh unstoppable villain, Hyperstorm, a mutant who's capable of drawing virtually limitless energy from hyperspace itself. Jonathan Richards, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Hyperstorm from the 90s. I, you know, what? yeah, let's go with Jonathan Richards. I don't think this is who I was talking about, but I don't, close I, enough. But the, the, it fits it what sound, I said. The powers sound the same. I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> I've never like, seen I feel this. like this is who you're exactly who you're talking about. I I, I think I have a lot of I, I I think I've said this before. I used to mostly read like 70s through 80s comics and some 90s like DC in terms of Marvel. Um, so I, maybe I just have like a shit ton of stuff crossed together in my brain. But so. sure, let's go with this guy. This is now who we're talking about. If one of those kids is Jonathan, it could be fun to see him like in the Fantastic Four movie coming for like revenge or something stupid. I don't know. Some villainy stuff. The classic. Um. <laughs> So yeah, those are those ironically are probably all the real cameos we get, which I'm pretty content with. I know that a lot of people wanted more cameos in this movie. 
I I'm fine I said with before the that cameos. I'm getting, I'm getting tired of too much cameo. I think just, I, I think this one had a, at that point. It yeah, I mean, this many. one is okay because they're yeah, in this, it for four seconds. They're they're in it for a short amount of time. They they have some cool cues. You get like that nice beat, and then and then then what they do with them is a whole other story. And then they but, die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know the <laughs> amount that which we have is good. I I'd much rather like I didn't want to see like Deadpool in one of the cages next to Doctor Strange or something. Yeah, we're talking about that. Like uh, they wanted the original. They wanted Edward Norton Hulk, and they all they wanted all the Hulks for some reason. So they wanted, they wanted every they wanted, Hulk. They wanted Tom Cruise. I mean Tom Cruise is the one we all kind of wanted. I kind of yeah. I wanted that one too. Um, they wanted uh, Punisher, but not not Netflix Punisher, the original the Punisher. show one, not the show, no, the, the movie, the movie one. one. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. wanted Ben Affleck Daredevil. Um, just just throw everybody the, in there. No just for the other Daredevils to come beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted uh, Toby Maguire, and then I saw recently a Twitter post, someone saying how Toby Maguire could have beat Wanda, and I, that's I I don't know where that man got that idea from. No, Toby wouldn't. Toby's Spider Man wouldn't jump headfirst into like these guys, but he's still dead. No. He has yeah. a spider sense, you know, just stronger than people would expect. But like, no, he's still he's not going to fucking make it, man. Wanda's fucking terrifying in this. There was a um, tweet that said um, it was just like a Photoshop picture of Andrew Garfield with Spider-Man. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did this. And then someone quote tweeted, I do not want to see Andrew Garfield getting hung by his own web. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would now that would have been more of it. They wanted the Ghost Riders. Um, they wanted Magneto. They wanted a lot of X-Men cameos. They wanted Blade. They wanted Wolverine. They definitely wanted Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm kind of glad that that wasn't the case because, dear God, this movie would have had way too much yeah. stuff yeah. in it. it. It would have been a bit too bloated to, to even really make a film out of at that point. I kind of am disappointed we didn't get Chris Evans' uh, Human Torch. torch. Human that, torch. You know what have screwed everybody up though? If it was Michael B. Jordan, Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I actually wanted the the Mister Fantastic from the the actual movie, the first one. Mm. I wanted him in it personally instead of just to screw everybody just to yeah like just like have him have like patrick stewart professor x like from the canceled inhuman show black bolt like make this like all of the weird previous marvel projects that don't that didn't really continue anywhere um maybe we could honestly get wesley snipes blade in here as one uh nick cage ghost rider as one of them I want it to be all the non like MCU Marvel projects to get a rep in this Illuminati. Yeah. I think that would have been my perfect cameo list. Fuck it, throw Batman in there too for some reason. <laughs> just he's there. Yeah, just Darth Vader as well, just in the corner of the room. Any any project that Disney owns, Mickey Mouse has to get a seat. <laughs> um, so now where, where does that leave us though? So that so Doctor Strange at this point, Doctor Strange gets bopped into another universe. Wanda tries to steal the power from America Chavez. America Chavez ends up opening. Oh, we get a scene that I really fucking like. We get Doctor Strange possessing his own zombie corpse. Uh, that the, the moment he says, who says I had to be alive is just all Rammy because it's a touch angle. <laughs> and then it goes to evil dead, him jumping out of jumping the dead. I, I love that. That whole sequence. I really enjoyed um, just him with all of his like demons flying around him as like a cape, basically. I thought yeah. that was really fucking fun. Yeah. Again, that, I, love the, thought, I love the little demons. I think they I mean, should be the we, new minions. Once we saw the great. zombie in the trailer, we thought it was zombies from What If, but again, it's not. Yeah, What If What If gets kind of shafted consistently because it gets shafted with both um, zombies. Uh, well, I guess Captain. also zombies. Zombies, Captain. There was another one, but I cannot Marvel. remember what it was. We right all now. thought it was what the. I mean, no, he was it. This was the Doctor Strange from that uh, episode, wasn't it? No, it wasn't it's not it's all that's the that's the third that one. is it's it. also not the doctor strange from what if as well so like they just took images from what if and we're just like 
we're gonna say fuck you to all of the television and not use anything it's you like, actually set up. It's like, yeah, you I saw this before. It. It's like, yeah, you saw this before, right? It's not that character, but you saw, got the idea from it. Yeah, like you got the gist. You don't need narrative anymore. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, I, Bruce Campbell's cameo we talked about already. Yeah, that was really good. That's great. Um, Both him and the po- the post credits is better than the mid credits because the mid credits just yeah. confused the hell out of everybody. I yeah. did not care about the mid credits whatsoever. ever. I I'm so bored of just a person showing up and then like silence for a cheering track. I don't care who she- Charlie Theron is in the that's, MCU. Like, I know who that's she the only is. Thing. And I still don't care. That's the only thing like that was like, oh okay, that's Charlie Theron. It's like okay, cool. She's great in ninety percent of the stuff she does. It's like all right, she should be good here, but like who the hell are you? See, yeah. Marvel's starting to run out of like really big name characters outside of the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. So it's like at some point they're just going to have to be like, who are you? I'm Glipshito. And it's just everyone's supposed to be expected to know who that one guy is. in the corner theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was theater, silent. Right, we got to talk to him. Yeah, no, nothing happened. Everyone was just yeah. like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Yep. And then actually everyone laughed for the, the second one, for the Bruce Campbell one. He's like, it's over. Everyone in my theater really liked that. I think so half of our theater laughed. The other half, the other half was annoyed that it was another joke one. But it's a good I, joke. It's a great joke. I think that's. I think. I think that we've gotten spoiled with post-credit scenes being about like basically teasers for the next movie. Yeah. I want just bits. I want more funny bit. I mean, this was like the, the Far From Home, uh, post-credits of fucking Captain America saying about so. About patience. Yeah. Yeah. That he just takes the seat down. So whatever the hell the actual meme is. Yeah. That that's a good. That was a good bit. I like that joke. Um, I think that also this movie kind of it, it ends up a lot more violent than any MCU movie previously was allowed to be. Oh, the brutality of this movie is it's not fucking R rated. It's not yeah, that bad. Close. They didn't show her actually split in half. They just cut away for a second. But like, you know what happened? Yeah. But it like, shows yeah, that you no, can get away with a lot, honestly. Yeah. yeah as long as you don't show head it. getting blown up is brutal. Yeah. The eye getting stabbed and popped stabbed out. out from the monster or something. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's the end of it. I mean, she's just covered in blood the entire evil doctor. Yeah, that's that's a big one. Evil Doctor Strange getting like basically impaled. fucking sour. Yeah, he gets Sauron in the extended edition. Basically, he just gets impaled on a fucking dude. I thought uh, I, I also thought the tower just looked like the dark tower. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Actually, I do love one shot from that sequence where Doctor Strange is going up the stairs and there's like a crescent moon behind him and like a layer of fog over the water. And then Moon Knight shows up and then Moon Knight shows up and then Glipshito shows up. And it's great. Everyone was everyone was cheering. Um, and that takes us to. The, so that takes us to the actual Mountains of Madness because we haven't talked about that. This 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 movie's title, Multiverse of Madness, is a reference to a Lovecraft story um, on the Mountains of Madness. Right. Um, which I don't think has it ever been adapted. I think El Nuitotoro wanted to do it. I don't think it ever got to be. He wanted um, to. I don't know if anybody not. Uh, uh, did Jodorowsky do this? Or am I, I thinking of something else? Yeah. But either way, so, you know, there's this weird mountain where, like, there's this, like, place. It's like it belonged to an ancient evil wizard, and now it's, like, technically belongs to Wanda. Um, I honestly think that that did not get fleshed out very much at all because I'm the fact that I had to describe it so loosely still leaves me a little bit confused about what's going on with it. Um, I'm hoping that, like, I'm assuming that Wanda is not dead. Right, because she seemingly dies at the end of the movie. I'm assuming she's not, she's not the, dead. The, the poof, the white, the white red mist that we see. People say it's like, oh, that's her dying, or that's the book dying. But it's most likely, no, you don't kill a character off screen yeah. like this. I, I'm assuming yeah. she's not dead. So, like, I'm hoping that all of this like Lovecraftian Wanda history stuff gets its time in the light. 
now that we finally fit re-hit the same narrative point that Wanda hit in WandaVision. I'm hoping we can go forward with this kind of Lovecraft vibe stuff. Well, where does she go from in the comics? Because I know this is based off what House of M when she <laughs> no, murders Tyler. everybody. What? I mean, I guess it's loosely based off House of M in the same way WandaVision's based off House of M. But like, this is the thing. Well, House the of MC- M has the actual murdering everybody, right? Um. Yes. Yes, it does. But like, you could argue that it was toned down for WandaVision. Like, that's the thing. MCU, uh, yeah, MCU, <laughs> sorry. The MCU does not adapt things very one-to-one. It uh, takes ideas more so than it actually evolves a story. So that's what I'm saying. Like, in in this, I, you can try and make comparisons to, to House of M, but it's very hard to. Because in House of M, she erases, like, all of mutant kind. So it's that just irrelevant. It's just story beats. It's like, oh, she killed a bunch of people in this one, but it's yeah. like two pages. That's in this. More or less. That's kind of how they've always done it. You could say the same for Civil War and Infinity War. You know, it's it's a kind of that same concept. Endgame never even happened in the comics. Or yeah. if it did, you, it technically happened in a single page where um, Nebula just resnapped everybody in. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a three-hour movie. So right. I mean, from at this point, the comics and and this are completely different. But so yeah, let's not worry been. about they've, they've what Wanda did. So, um, is there anything else, or do we actually just want to go to rankings? Because I think that cover. Oh, Wong's great. That's the only other thing. I think. Wong's I think great. We, uh, yeah, well, people want. Sh- I people were sarcastic. I don't know if it was sarcastic or not saying they want like his own Disney Plus show. I feel another one said uh, Disney just shorts, just have him do some stupid shit for like three seconds and those type of stuff. So, yeah, I would prefer the shorts. I know people wanted a Wong and Ned show. I don't care. That was a joke. Ned. Was that not I, a joke? I don't think people were all taking it jokingly. I don't <laughs> I do not care about Ned. I don't particularly like Ned. I, <laughs> I, I kind of am happy that Ned forgot about Spider-Man. I don't really want a Ned TV show, please. So don't give me that. <laughs> don't just you can give me. I honestly would take, however. Wong and America Chavez. I actually do think that would be fun because now she's learning to be a wizard. So she needs to learn like patience and stuff, right? So like I actually think that Wong America Chavez could be fun. You could have her go boxing with him in, in like Hong Kong and like yeah. you know have a bo- have abomination in different there. in different universes just to see every Hong Kong. <laughs> <Just to> see- <laughs> that, Tyler, that feels a little bit wrong. Wow. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's like, yeah, we'll just have her take Wong to every universe only to see every universe is Hong Kong. <laughs> No, no other reason. <laughs> um, either way, I think yeah, I would actually prefer that over oh, uh, a Wong Ned show. True. Um, on top of that, I guess before before we do the rankings, just because now we got a little more time, Faison abandoned us, unfortunately. Uh, if you haven't noticed from his yeah, silence. he got uh, punched through the multiverse. He's lost right now. He's gone. Yeah, we'll see if he comes back enough in time to edit his like favorite three moments of the movie at the end. Um, but let's just I want to talk about Thor. Uh, one actually, one thing I completely forgot to talk about. I love how a lot of the character arcs in the current MCU related stuff, the movies and the TV shows have been very much about like self-actualization. So in this, it's like all about Dr. Strange being like, I'm not, everyone's happy. I can't, there's not a version of me in the multiverse who's perfectly happy. And it's, you know, it's about contenting of being content where you are in life and not having to go through it alone. Right. Um, Moon Knight is also a very like actualization type of theme. I haven't seen the last episode. I'm going to see it tonight. And it's been all about kind of like unearthing trauma and, and you know, experiences in the past and, and putting up these walls to protect yourself, you know, in, in the way that he did. Um, you can make a similar argument for Shang-Chi being about like, I know it doesn't matter the horrible things I've done in the past. I can still be better going forward, being his whole arc. Um, Loki's whole thing is about like learning to love himself, you know, and coming to terms with himself and stuff like that. So a lot of MCU's current 
like their current character arcs have been a lot more internal, you know, a lot less e- uh, external, I feel, than a lot of their earlier projects were, you know. Mm. So I've really, really been enjoying that lately. Uh, in a weird way, it reminds me of like the Disney Renaissance movies, because all those movies took like they changed their character arcs from being external to internal. And that was one of the big notable shifts going like during those the period in Disney's like movies. Uh, so it reminds me a little bit of that. And I've really been enjoying because I personally really did like the theme of this film. Yeah, no, it is good. I think that, yeah, that's, that's my last the, point. The, when they go internal, like that stuff is always good. I, they try to do that with what, Iron Man 3 and I like the aspects of Iron Man 3. So I don't remember Iron Man 3 very well at all enough to say. Do you like that I, one worse than two? I think I think I I think I like two worse than that, but I don't remember because I think I've seen Iron Man. I saw Iron Man 2 and 3 in theaters and I saw one other time. I didn't like it either time. And that was at least eight years ago. Mm. So I, I truly haven't given that movie a fair shot ever since. Like, I'll be, I'll be fair with that. It could yep. actually be great on a rewatch or I could still not like it. Eh, you know, I think, yeah, I think not a lot of the older MCU movies get the chance to really do these internalized character arcs. I can't really think like they have some of them have like some quick and easy ones. Like I'd argue maybe Guardians of the Galaxy kind of has an easy one about like these people coming together. These like one-off loners having to work together. It doesn't really feel that that intense. I really appreciate what's... Uh, I Thor Ragnarok, I'd say, had one. You know? Uh, kind of a sense of self-worth. Thor kind of has had one. That's just like Thor, a, yeah. Yeah, not the first two movies. And I really am interested in now, this is the reason I brought this up, after watching the, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer, to see that arc kind of keep going with him, where he's like, I don't want to be a warrior anymore. I kind of want to figure out what makes Thor happy. I want to figure out who I am in all this. And that to me has me very excited. I think that's a great Thor story because MCU Thor and comic Thor are very different beasts. They are, they are handled. They are just there. People need to not, people like to compare to the comics, but people also need to be aware that the comics and the movies are nothing fucking alike. They are, they are totally different things. Right. Um, And Thor in the movies is totally different than Thor in the comics. And I really like the direction Taika's taking them here. Really excited for that. That was my main point. I'm just I'm just fucking excited for Thor: Love and Thunder. Me too. Me too. On that though, rankings. Yeah. So top three scenes. Yeah. It's gonna take Hard. a minute because we've literally never done this. Yeah, this is a new one. I'm gonna go for number three. I'm gonna say Music Fight. I really did like Music Fight. Three Music Fight. I like Music Fight. Yeah. Um, I think my three is a. Sh- mm. No, let me do it like this. I'll say the sequence of just the Wanda murdering everybody. That horror, the horror aspect. Of, no, specifically her in the mirror realm and then going through mm. the puddles and stuff like that. Specifically, yeah. that is my three. Yeah, okay, that's was, your number three. Nick? Yeah. yeah, three with Ty for sure. Yeah, yeah just yeah. the horror aspect of that is great. It's the one time in the movie kind of it's where it starts to slow down and she like you just see her kind of get trapped and then realize, oh, wait, I can work with this. And then it just becomes evil dead. And the yeah. game. That is a really good sequence. I do like that one quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, number two. Actually, I know my number two. It's going to be the, the chase sequence where she's like um, chasing Doctor Strange, America Chavez and Christine, like through the, the underground hallway under the Illuminati building. Oh, the and other hallway sequence? She, yeah, she's barefoot. She's stepping on glass. She's blasting open doors. They think she's behind the door and that she's right in front of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. That was that was so fucking fun to me. So that's definitely my number. That might even be my number one. I don't I don't have a number one in mind. Um, but I do really like that sequence. Uh, my two is uh, jumping through the multiverse and seeing all the different ones. That's also I like a good the scene. Diff- yeah, I like the art styles. The paint one is weirder than noir one, and then the other animated ones are pretty cool. 
Yeah, there's a lot of fun little visual ones there. Nick? Uh, I would have to say for my number two, even though like I hate the fact that she killed everybody in the Illuminati, I liked to see how, yo, she was so evil. Yeah. She was so fucking evil, so that would be my number two for sure. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting talking about a movie like this, even though like, you know, we've been like, I think we've been fair to it, right? We've said it's problems and we've like, said it's positives, but you end up with quite a few good scenes where you're like, oh, thinking about it for like a number one, it's like, well, damn, I like I like the whole attack on the fort, right? Like yeah. even when she whispers in the guy's ear to make him run away and she just kind of like, oh, the shot just makes her appear from behind like that. Yeah, I think that's, that's really good. But also in my mind, I'm like, damn, I like Doctor Strange becoming a zombie and fucking fighting Wanda on the Mountains of Madness. But also I actually like Wanda talking to herself and like getting on her knees and like the other Wanda kind of saying, you know, don't worry, they'll be loved. It's like, okay, that's also a good scene. Yep. Um, I'm going to pick the zombies, though, because I think the zombies are really cool. So that's my number one. Yeah, the zombie that that go, just going from who said he has to be alive to zombie him is so good. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah, it's my number one, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just such a badass scene. Like it it, the, lo- the logic of like dreamwalking doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like it also makes me wonder, like, what if in this other universe, Doctor Strange was not played by Benedict Cumberbatch? Like, could could Tom Holland, Peter, dream walk into Tobey Maguire, Peter's body? Like, is that how it works? I I have no idea how that works, but it's like, I don't care. This is a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> this is zombie Doctor Strange controlling demons. This is really cool. Um, I like how the demons in there. It's like, oh no, this is definitely against the law. You can't do this. It's like, what the hell happened that this is against the law? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who did this before that? Like, you had to make a law about this. Like, like why demons. you have to set up a guideline? It's like, you're demons. Your whole thing is breaking rules. How is this the one you can't break? Yeah. <laughs> we do not let you guys desecrate course. We may be demons, but we have our dignity. Damn it. <laughs> but it's me. <laughs> 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 desecrating my own corpse um and that's that's the binge guys tell us if you like if you like this new kind of format we're doing we're mostly going to save it for like blockbuster movies because like otherwise we were going to talk about this dr strange one and like probably like eternals or something and eternals it, did, it didn't really feel night. it would have been a weird yeah it would have been weird we figure we're better off talking about just what we want to talk about so for some new episodes like this we're gonna do blockbusters let us know what you think about the format episode should be a little bit shorter um, and I think it actually lets us appreciate an individual movie more because if we got to figure out three scenes that we really like, we end up thinking about quite a few. So mm-hmm. thank you guys so much. For watching. Oh, this episode is brought to you by Audible. Yeah, um, every week, wanna, every if week. You want, if, you, if you want to get a book about magic, uh, get The Magician's Nephew. The That's the first legend Narnia book. I don't know. That's the only one I could think about with magic in the title. Um, yeah. Use the link. Not in the Harry Potter. Not yeah, or Harry Potter. <laughs> we talked about Harry Potter in this. You can listen to Harry Potter. There's I, there's probably a Doctor Strange audiobook because Marvel does quite a few uh audiobooks. Yeah, ironically. I don't know if they're adaptations of comics or whatever, because I don't really care that much. Yeah, Doctor Strange, the fate, Doctor Strange, the fate of dreams on Audible. Um it's six hours. Go get it. Tyler, read us off. Uh, thanks for listening. Check us. I mean, go follow our Twitter, 321 Binge. Let us know what you thought about this one movie. What are your favorite scenes? Did you like how everyone got fucking murdered in the Illuminati? Which of the two post-credit scenes were your favorite? I feel like that's a bit of a litmus test. So, yeah, it is. It it is. If you didn't like the end credits because you it's a fun end credits. The middle one confuses shit out of people. (laughs) And then then some people say the opposite that that like the other one was pointless. This gave you something, even though if you had no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, great reviewer, share with friends. Uh, Nick, you got anything to plug? Your podcast still going? 
Yeah, I got the podcast, Real Talk Pod, on Spotify right now. And then just my Instagram. It's my name, Nick Chermar. Lovely. Always good to have you on. Always great to have you on. We'll have you on for Thor when we when we have that coming up when that comes oh, out. Yeah, that or Moon Knight. Or or Moon Knight. Actually, we're doing Moon Bro. Knight next week, right? Yeah. All right, Nick. With you're it. you good for next week? I'm with it. Nick so Nick will be back in Moon Knight. <laughs> like the post credit <laughs> scenes for <laughs> that's uh yeah, we'll see you guys for Moon Knight next week. Yeah. See you guys.